Hey guys out there, I just ate me a half tuna sandwich for dinner, and I'ma tell you why, cause hello and happy first Friday of Lent, here on My Catholic Journey. Now I'm gonna dust off the old Father Lassance here, and see what the church law of abstinence and fast is. Number one, the law of abstinence forbids the use of flesh meat and the juice thereof. That uh, includes soup has a little soup ETC thing over here, but it does say eggs, cheese, butter, and seasonings of food are permitted. The law of fasting forbids more than one full meal a day, but does not forbid a small amount of food in the morning and in the evening. So what I've been taught in my life, which sounds like it coincides with this, is that uh, no meat, no beef broth, or anything like that either. And you're allowed to have one normal meal when you're fasting and two snacks that can't be bigger than that normal meal. And no cheating by having a really big lunch so your two snacks can be big. God knows your intentions. He knows what's in your heart. Number two, all Catholics seven years older and seven years old and over are obliged to abstain. All Catholics from the completion of their 21st to the beginning of their 60th year, unless lawfully excused, are bound to the fast. Um, That, that was pretty uh, self-explanatory. If you're older than seven, you got to abstain. If you're between 21 and 60, you should be fasting. Now, number three says abstinence is prescribed every Friday unless a holy day falls on one. Fasting and abstinence are prescribed in the United States on Fridays of Lent, Holy Saturday before noon, and on all other days of Lent except Sundays, fasting is prescribed and meat is allowed once a day. So outside of Friday, Holy Saturday before noon, and doesn't say it here but i believe ash wednesday it says that you're supposed to be fasting the rest of lent and you're allowed to have meat only once a day now after that it does say the ember days viz wednesday friday saturday following the first sunday of lent pentecost or with sunday the 14th of september and third sunday of advent the vigils of pentecost all saints immaculate conception and christmas says there is no fast or abstinence if a vigil falls on a Sunday, and whenever meat is allowed, fish may be taken at the same meal. A dispensation is granted to the laboring classes and their families on all days of fast and abstinence, except Fridays, Ash Wednesday, Wednesday and Holy Week, oh, there's that Ash Wednesday, and Holy Saturday, forenoon, and the vigil of Christmas. When any member of such a family lawfully uses this privilege, all the other members may avail themselves of it also. But those who fast may not eat more than once a day. Ooh. Whenever a member of such a family lawfully uses this privilege, all the other members may avail themselves, but those who do fast may not eat more than once a day. I guess that's using the privilege for the working class over there. Huh. Pretty interesting. That's the old Father Lassant's take on things. Um, let's see what the modern version is here. I'm heading over to the USSCB website. Is that how you do that there? Let's see. USCCB, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. And what we were just found out is there's a whole lot of fasting during Lent. There's some, some abstinence going on. And, uh, you know, I want to say hardcore. I mean, we're doing this uh, for Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But compared to the modern version here, where it just says Ash Wednesday and Good Fridays are obligatory days of fasting and abstinence for Catholics, 
In addition, Fridays during Lent are obligatory days of absence. So the updated version here is uh, you got to abstain on Fridays and Lent, and on Good Friday and Wednesday, you got to abstain and fast. A whole lot less fasting and abstaining for the 2021 Catholics, you know, Catholics in the year 2021. But uh, either way you choose to do it, kind of got it easy. You know, Catholics got the fasting thing easy there. Especially if you think of other people when they're fasting. They don't usually get like a full meal and two snacks kind of deal like we do. So, uh, you know, enjoy that. Christ loves us. Now, uh, I do recommend abstinence every Friday as just a regular practice. It's something that I'm told Catholics used to do back in the day. It was in the Father Lassance. And uh, to me, personally, it serves as a reminder. It's just like an extra thing I do where once a week when I change my diet, I remember that God sacrificed his only son, our Lord and Savior. It's just a little thing kind of jogs my brain there. And I'm like, hey, you know, something to think about. Kind of alters your day, gives you a little hope or whatever Jesus decides you need that day. Also, the uh, reason I ever started that, I had something to do with my dad. And my dad's not like a super Catholic, but he did grow up going to a Catholic school. And he would randomly tell me how back in the day, Catholics would not eat meat, or they would totally have fish Fridays, as he would always talk about, or fish and chips every Friday, because they're not supposed to be eating meat. It's just kind of one of those things people used to do in the old ways. And, you know, you don't have to, obviously. You know, things have been changed and updated, but... If you want an extra practice, an extra thing you can do in life, just to at least remind yourself about our Lord and Savior another way, I recommend it. Also, I think with the fasting angle, sometimes a little hunger does you good. A little hunger gets you humble, you know? I'm not saying starve yourself or anything here. I mean, they're not even saying starve yourself. But sometimes a little bit of hunger can remind you about uh, the suffering our Savior did. What he did, I mean, he went up on the cross for us, and we're just a little hungry, you know? But a little bit of discomfort sometimes is good. I'm not saying torture yourself. Don't take my words out here. But a simple thing like fasting every week is a little reminder of, uh, you know, a bigger sacrifice was made for us and all the things that God's given us. But anyway, why do we fast in Lent? Or should I say, why do we celebrate Lent? Uh, a couple reasons. Lent does bear a particular relationship to the 40 days Christ spent fasting in the desert before entering in his public ministry. Pretty important time. Christ came down as a human being and was tempted by the devil, and he was fasting in 40 days in the desert. He was tempted all the way human beings are tempted, and he conquered them for us. Um, Catholics do imitate Christ by spending 40 days in spiritual discipline because we don't include Sundays, before the celebration of Christ's triumph over sin and death. The end of Lent is Easter. Easter is when Christ was resurrected from the dead. Pretty important stuff there. Just take a moment and think about everything God's done for us, for this, this whole planet. And all we got to do is a little fasting and abstaining. And like I said, if you're not already onto this, I do recommend doing it every week. It's just another way to tie you to the Lord. Now, to be fair... According to the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, you are only required for fasting and abstinence on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, and Fridays during Lent are obligatory days of abstinence. But, uh, you know, just a little mortification, a little reminder of your blessed Lord and Savior. It's kind of on your Lenten journey to remember what happened and why it is such a big deal and why we should always remember that God did do the ultimate sacrifice himself, his son, in human form for us to save us from our sins. Pretty epic, 
pretty awesome stuff. Now, before we get off here, I did want to point out something I found in the catechism. A little bit of what I just said, but their words, they can kind of do it better than me here. It's paragraph 540. It says, Jesus' temptation reveals the way in which the Son of God is the Messiah, contrary to the way Satan proposes to him and the way men wish to attribute him. This is why Christ vanquished the tempter for us. For we have not a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who is in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sinning. By the solemn 40 days of Lent, the church unites herself each year to the mystery of Jesus in the desert. Little stuff to think about for your Lenten journey out there. I hope it was helpful. And uh, not only are we fasting, we also got some prayer and almsgiving. Hope to make some episodes about that soon. I would say the quick version, though, is, uh, you know, if you don't know what to do with prayer, I recommend the Holy Hour, that Exodus 90 design. I'm sure you can look that up online. Or just pick a saint that seems interesting to you, you know, if one's calling you, even better. And uh, a lot of them wrote books. Read one of their books. And as far as almsgiving, I'm kind of working on that myself. But, uh, you know, if you're a little behind in the almsgiving like I am, there's a lot of people out there that need help, and anything you can do, the better. To, uh, to get off here and let you guys back to what you're doing before you join me on this journey... I would like to say that for dust thou art, and unto dust thou shalt return. God love you. This is Matt from My Catholic Journey, and I'll talk to you soon. Happy Lent.